I began working in a Christian ministry context within a church when I was 19 years old. When I started, I did so in what I thought would be a purely practical and supportive role within a church. I helped with technical things. I made sure the phones and the networks and the computers all worked and I created and maintained the website for the church. I helped out around the facility. But within a very short period of time, I was teaching the Bible to kids in middle school. Before long, I was helping with all kinds of other ministerial functions, assisting with weddings, performing funerals, serving communion, helping with baptisms, praying for the sick, leading outreaches, coordinating conferences, all kinds of different things within the church. And as I began to do these things in the early 2000s, I also began observing significant shifts within the culture. I could see then and began talking with others at that time that the church and Christianity in America was about to go through some changes. Now looking back 20 years, it is much clearer just what I was seeing then. Living on the West Coast here in Southern California, I was beginning to see a move toward a post-Christian culture. I was given the opportunity to see this even more when I moved to Northwest Germany in the summer of 2004. When you talk about post-Christian cultures, Western Europe is at least two or maybe three decades ahead of the United States in this shift. What I began anticipating in American Christianity in the early 2000s was what I called then a pruning. I expected, and I wasn't the only one that did, but I remember talking with others about that time, what I was expecting, that the church was going to go through a season of pruning. Early on, I thought that this pruning was something that was going to be localized within our local church, the one that I served at. And to be sure, the church that I went to did go through a difficult season of pruning. But what I came to realize as time went on was that the pruning I expected was going to come to the church as a whole in the U.S. And in the last 20 years, that's exactly what we have observed. The church in the West has continued to be pruned, and the church in the U.S. may be at its lowest point in a couple generations or more. This isn't new, and those announcing the death of Christianity or organized religion as a whole are pretty much ignorant of history. But this is new for American Christianity in the last 50 years. The church is being pruned, and when thinking about pruning, it is important to consider two things. First, the person that prunes. And second, the purpose of pruning. First, the person who prunes, or maybe we would call them the pruner, or using biblical language, the vine dresser. Jesus answered the question of who is the vine dresser when he uses the imagery of the vine and the branches and pruning in John chapter 15. He begins by saying, I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Those in Western culture that are announcing the death of organized Christianity and the decline of church assume that Christianity is being thinned out by the culture. I suggest to you that that is neither practically or biblically accurate. Though I may grant to you that the vine dresser might in fact be using the influences of culture to thin the vine of his church, we should recognize that this thinning, this cleaning or purifying work is actually the work of God the Father. But why? Wouldn't you expect that a bigger church, as in a church that is numerically larger, that it would be more influential and powerful, have a greater impact? Not exactly. 
That brings us to the second question. What is the purpose of the pruning? Well, there are really two reasons, according to Jesus's teaching in John chapter 15, for pruning. One, to remove dead or life-sucking, unfruitful branches, and two, to cause increased fruitfulness. From where I'm sitting right now here in my office at home, I have an eight foot by five foot window directly in front of me, right behind this camera. And out my window, I have this beautiful view looking across a valley toward a hillside about a thousand yards from my desk. The hillside is covered with Southern California avocado trees, acres upon acres of massive avocado trees. And the hillside directly across from me, which I look at all day long, is covered with them. But two years ago, the green trees started looking progressively brown to the point that the trees looked completely dead. And after months of this progressive browning, we started to hear the buzz of chainsaws for days. And one by one, each of the trees was brought down to a stump, a stump about three feet tall. To an outsider, it looked like the growers had given up on avocados. They effectively destroyed their orchard. But that's not what they were doing. They painted all of those three foot tall stumps white to protect them from the sun. And then they let the trees regrow. Some of them, they even grafted in a new variety of avocado with the old stump. This is actually called stumping. And now a couple years later, the trees are growing again. They're not totally fruitful yet. They're about six or eight feet high with new growth. The old trees were massive. They were 25 feet tall and nearly impossible to harvest. No doubt they consumed far more water than they do now, and they weren't nearly as fruitful as they are or as they could be. And so they were pruned. They were stripped of all of the unfruitful dead wood. And for a season, the orchard looked like a complete loss. All of this was done to increase fruitfulness. So for the last 20 years, we've been watching the browning and the pruning of the church. Just a month ago, Gallup reported that U.S. church membership fell below the majority for the first time in 2020. From the year 2000 to the year 2020, adult church attendance or adult participation in any sort of organized religion in the United States, that's churches, synagogues, and mosques, it went from 70% in 2000 to 47% in 2020. There are no doubt a lot of cultural pressures and issues that have contributed to this decline, but understand, as it relates to the church, I would say that all of the contributing factors are more like tools employed by the vine dresser to cut away dead and unfruitful branches to make way for new fruitful growth. As a pastor, pruning like this is difficult. And the last year under COVID-induced shutdowns, I, with nearly every other pastor in the U.S., have watched a significant segment of the church that I pastor drop off the radar. And not just to go to a new or different church. I believe that most of the people that are no longer going to the church that I serve after 13 months of shutdowns, they're not going to church anywhere. But here's the hard part. Those people, many of them, were not fruitfully engaged in the life of the ministry of the church. That's hard to accept, but it's a reality. Jesus says, I am the true vine, and my father, the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. The challenging and heavy question is, what happens to those branches once pruned? I'll leave you to read John 15 on your own to consider the answer. Something to think about. We'll see you next time.